There's going to be a release of the supernatural right now. The Holy Spirit is about to move in this place like never before. The power of God is about to touch you like never before. The power of God is about to heal you like never before. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and just bless the name of Jesus wherever you are. Lift up your voice and just exalt the name of Jesus Christ. There is a release of the supernatural.
Saints of God, Shalom. God bless you for joining in fellowship today. Just begin focusing on God. There's no time. There isn't time. Just begin focusing on God. Focus your heart on God. Focus your spirit on God. Focus your entire being on God. Command your body into alignment. With the demands of this moment command your entire being command your soul into alignment with the demands of this moment look unto him look unto jesus look unto jesus look unto jesus to Jesus. Father, be exalted in our midst today. Be lifted in our midst today. We give you praise. We give you glory. 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 Today, oh God, we give you glory. We exalt you. We lift you high. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. And there is none like you. None, 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 none. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. God of our fathers, we bless you, Lord. From generation to generation, indeed, you are God. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, O oh God, for provision of our material needs. For satisfying us with your goodness. Father, we bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. O oh, Holy Spirit, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Jesus, we bow before your throne. Elohim be exalted. Elohim be lifted. You are God and you are God alone. Nobody takes your place in our lives. Nobody can take your place in our lives. Nobody can do the things that you do for us. For this Lord we thank you. 
we bless you jesus we adore you jesus we give you praise lord your name be exalted your name be exalted be enthroned be enthroned be enthroned in every area every sphere of our lives in the name of jesus oh father we bless you in the name of jesus in the words of Nebuchadnezzar, we also declare how great are your signs and how mighty are your wonders. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion is from generation to generation. Like Moses, once again, we declare from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Lord, we bow. We yield our will. We yield our strength. We cast our crowns all before you and to you in the name of Jesus. We cast our crowns, our glories before you. And we declare and proclaim that you are God. You are God. You are God. And you are God alone. You are King. And you are King alone in our lives and in all things. Be exalted, Lord. Be magnified, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God. of Exodus chapter 19 Exodus 19 God told Moses his mediator to tell the people Bible says and the Lord said unto Moses go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes beloved you've heard this saying before it's most likely you have heard the saying before that cleanliness is next to godliness. When it comes to holiness, when it comes to our sanctification, it should extend into every area of our lives. God told Moses to tell the people to even wash their clothes. So you can't be truly godly within, holy within, pure within, and be dirty without. There is no matching, there is no correspondence. So I want to tell God that Lord, the same purpose, for the same purpose you told Moses to go and tell the people to sanctify themselves for two days because on the third day you will come down in the sight of all people upon Mount Sinai today we have come to the Mount of the Lord we have come to the Mount of divine experience we've come to the Mount of divine encounters we have come to the Mount of divine divine transformation we want to be transfigured we want to be changed we want to encounter you lord bible says who shall ascend into the hill of the lord the mount of the lord lord therefore even as we present ourselves we ask that you cleanse cleanse me spirit soul body make me whole in the name of jesus i come boldly to your presence to the throne of grace i come boldly by the blood of jesus by reason of the blood i come to your throne of grace to obtain mercy and to find grace to help in this time of need and i am asking the lord forgive me of all my iniquity transgression every sin every stain every spot 
on my garment of holiness and purity. Lord, O oh God, by your mercies, wash my garment clean. Make me whole spirit, soul, body in the name of Jesus. Wash me clean, make me whole spirit, soul, body in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, O oh God, by reason of the blood of Jesus, I receive cleanliness i receive sanctification and i ask the lord you help me father cleanse me spirit so body in the name of jesus in the name of jesus lord cleanse me lord make me whole in jesus's mighty name to do business with you free from every stain every spot every blemish in the name of the lord jesus because i know that the blood of jesus was shed on calvary's cross so that i would I will have life and also for the remission of sins. Lord, cleanse me, O God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you and I bless you for sanctification, spirit, soul, and body. May your name be exalted, your name be lifted. For you are God and you are God alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sing it out again. There is only one name. There is only one name. Come on, lift up your voices. There is only one name. Power to say. Beloved, why don't you lift up your voice? Why don't you lift up your voice together with me? Even as we pray in the language of the Spirit. Reto Shanai Havino Kapele, Radinanana Mashakete, Repeko Vahasute, Libarasa Telehe, Makoma Lafani Hata. Tell the Holy Spirit to stir you up. Tell the Holy Spirit to quicken you. Tell the Holy Spirit to help your infirmity. Build yourself. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, somebody. Resheni Hapande, Luca Beluata, Reta Shapreko Paya, Nemekoma Lada Hizia Konamata, E Ronshani Makavila. Hey, come on, somebody loves your voice. Hey, Moraska Telekeve, Hey, Ronshanti Namasa, Rekopra Kapaya, Moshadelekete, Reta Bababa, Ropalandia, Marapa Kopeketes, Ibala Pahaya, Ibala Pahaya, Reta Dahats, Reta Dahats, Reta Dahats, Ilapa. Left your voice, left your heart. Lee 
Kabania Tenemekova, Ayekombaras Kabehs, Rababahas, 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 Retakabehs, Retakabehs, Ibalaskovenehs, Inanamashekopayas, Rekopakapayas, Retekopayas, Merende Katunimikapas, Leko Shatelekazudas, I Paraskos, I Paraskos, I Paraskos, Rekeshetekadekades, Rekoshetekadekades, Rababaraskomeni. There is a shift, there is a shift, there is a shift in the atmosphere. Arako Palaviatos, Meremenua Catalacabahas, a Mashanikiate, in a name of Jesus, Melemene Mekora Hassai, in a name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In a name of Jesus. Take control over this meeting. You are created before all things, and in you all things consist. Father, take preeminence. Take preeminence. Have your way. Speak to us. Speak to us. Heal us. Transform us. Deliver us. Answer our prayers. Give us miracles, answers to prayers, deliverances, breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Anoint me. Anoint me with more of your oil. Power, power in the name of Jesus. With your presence, with your glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Come on, lift your heart. Tell God, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Minister to me at the point of my need. In the name of Jesus. I want more of your anointing. More of your strength. More of your glory. More of your power. In the name of Jesus. Lord, take control over this, this meeting, this gathering. Let your will be fulfilled. Let healing. Let your healings reach us. In the name of Jesus. Your power touch us to transform. In the name of Jesus. Limo shabreketos rida varahas komeni habaliate medis komelenemesens iko sheneme kobraha. In the name of Jesus. Father, take preeminence. Lord, take preeminence. Take control. We put our trust in you. We surrender all that we are, all that we have, unto you, O God. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Christ in every achievement of God, every possession of God. And we ask that Lord, you take control. We tell you take control. Rule and reign in this entire place, the entire atmosphere. Electrify, charge it up with your presence and with your glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Finally, you want to place your personal request before God. You want to put your personal request before God. Bring it to God. Tell God that, Lord, this is my request. This is my personal desire. This is what I want. That according to your will, you grant me by the end of this encounter. I don't want to leave here the same. I don't want to leave here the same. Speak to me. Help me. Strengthen me. Grant me grace. Teach me. Give me answers to prayers. Power encounters in the name of jesus i don't want to be a christian who only carries the name but cannot walk the walk in the name of jesus i want to carry the name and be able to walk the walk talk the talk of christians in the name of jesus speak to me lord help me lord Empower me, Lord. Grant me grace, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Every difficulty in my life, I pray that by the end of today's encounter, you make a way. Make a way. Cause me to be edified, to increase more in the knowledge of you. Let the light of encounters with you today bring illumination to my spirit. In the name of Jesus. Illumination to the next level. In the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, light experience deliverance blessings illumination healings lord breakthroughs miracles in the name of jesus amen begin laughing you can begin to laugh laugh at the devil laugh at your problems rejoice in the lord laugh at them they are all laughable because you are seated with christ in heavenly places far above all problems
Friends are singing, we will be singing and shouting and dancing for the rest of eternity. Our lover, our lover, your loves are singing, we will be singing and dancing and shouting for the rest of eternity. Jehovah, Jehovah. Jehovah, 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 Jehovah.
many of us are excited to be in the presence of the Most High God. Your worship is as important to God as your prayers are to Him. Your worship is as important to, to God much as answers to prayers are family to join in with us amen let's keep sharing as we wait for the rest of the family to sh to join in with us so I, I would want to get into today's teaching I want to get into the meeting proper amen because today the Spirit of God is ready to move here mightily in the lives of all those who are willing and ready, them that are hungry. Blessed Bible says that blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you are hungry and you are thirsty, then there is a filling for you. Amen. If you are indeed hungry and thirsty, God is ready, God is present to fill you, to satisfy you. With his presence, with his glory, with his power, with all answers to prayers you are seeking. Hallelujah. He's ready to give himself to you. All of him. If you are ready to pay the price of giving all of you to him. So we we get into our teaching. I see a couple of new faces here. Helena. Shalom, shalom to you, all of you. Cassandra, welcome. be transformed in this meeting let another oh god encounter your glory in this meeting 
in the name of Jesus. Let divine ideas be birthed in this meeting, this gathering, in the name of Jesus. Glorify, glorify, glorify yourself, glorify yourself in the name of Jesus. Anybody suffering any pain in any part of their body, I pray and declare healing over their lives right now. I declare healing over their spirits, healing over every broken soul, every battered soul, healing over every body that is taught tortured and tormented by pain or sickness or illness or infirmity of any kind i command the name of any infirmity of any kind to bow at the name of jesus bow right now in the name of jesus i command you to leave that body right now in the name of jesus you have no right you have no right you have no right no legal right to stay in this body in the name of jesus i declare that christ is lord and christ is god over this body in jesus's mighty name it is done if you are not feeling well i want you to check that part of your body and report to us right now begin to testify on the platform right now even as we proceed just check right now check if it's your head your abdomen wherever if you've not been having a consistent flow as a lady we, we we are giving you up to the next the next season the next cycle you check and you come and testify to the glory of god amen all right intimacy with god intimacy with god we've been on the part seven topically but chronologically i think this is going to be like um, part 13 or 14 of the series We've been looking at the protocols of intimacy by the grace of God. Intimacy with God. We are looking at the protocols of intimacy. We, are, we believe that in a time and a season like this, when everything around us is going haywire, everything is going bizarre, there's pandemonium, lots of pandemonium everywhere. In what the workplaces, people are being laid off government has put a ban on employment we are hearing of wars all around us and rumors of wars and churches are folding up in europe there are churches in parts of europe and the u.s that have been converted to mosques in fact so many things so many things are going on we believe that our stronghold as a people of god a people separated from the world unto god our strength is in knowing God for they that do know they are God they shall be strong and they shall do exploits in times like this we must know him deeper we must know him more our knowledge about him must become we must grow in intimacy with him intimacy intimacy so we can know his person his glory we can know his power we want to know his power and be able to represent him very well very well very well then we can demonstrate him as well when you know god very well you can also demonstrate god because he's your head and if you have knowledge of the head you can hold the head properly you can hold the head properly hallelujah so that is why we are treating a topic like this in a time like this and we've been praying for a lot of nations around the world we've been praying if if you are joining us for the first time this this is a very is a family of intercession we pray a lot 
so we have miracles many testimonies we have situations turning around we have so many testimonies as a, as a ministry and as a family hallelujah we are not even up to one year old yet yes we are not even up to one year old yet if, if we want to testify of the great things which god has done time will fail us so many things so many things so many things and that is why we, we we believe in getting to know more of god because it is in our knowledge of him that we are able to do the exploits that we do or he enables us to do amen graced miracles you're welcome magizi everyone ria, ria god bless you god bless you for showing up i see you and i'm appreciating your consistency life in christ god bless you too and my people my own people my um, covenant offspring sons and daughters in the lord stephanie eugene um ebenezer god bless you god bless you amen okay so we get into today's word we'll be looking at protocols of intimacy by god's grace we've done the first two agreement the protocol of agreement if you want to walk with god you must agree with god and to agree with god you must disagree with the world because every agreement with god is a disagreement with the world any part of your life where you have agreed with god you have had to disagree with the world an agreement with the world is also disagreement with god in other words friendship with the world is enmity with god hallelujah so we understood that can two work except they be agreed then number two we came to look at the second protocol the second key in the protocol we realize that in order to walk with god and to please god you need to focus on god and we use the analogy of marriage you can't be married say helena is married to um which gentleman do i use ebenezer okay and so long as they are bonded together by covenant instead of helena focusing on pleasing aben as his newly wedded husband for life all she seeks to do is to please she is dressing to kill she is slain every day but the intention the focus is not ebenezer but another gentleman probably a gentleman that she she dated before that is purely completely out of priority such a relationship is definitely going to fall is going to crumble hallelujah so we realize that in order to walk with god you need to agree with god you need to focus on god and then the last key in this protocol which we are about looking at is the protocol of pleasing him pleasing your partner agree with your partner focus on the partner and then desire to please that partner in this case the partner of our intimacy our sole obje object of affection is god god himself hallelujah 
and we realize that Bible says that Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him so the question now is how did Enoch walk with God how 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 did Enoch Enoch was flesh and blood like you and I how do we know Bible says that Enoch the servant from Adam Enoch the servant from Adam that means that if he was from Adam he was a stock of the first man a branch of the first man then he was also embodied in flesh and blood like you and I and he even had the disadvantage of being under the old covenant so how come in an era of no grace how come a man could walk so nearly accurately with God and was able to please him for God to to capture him into eternity so that he he didn't see death Bible says by faith he was translated then it means that he came to the place of perfection in pleasing God he came to that place of perfection in, in pleasing God so therefore Enoch's work the way and manner and duration definitely hold keys scattered through scriptures that we can unearth unveil and apply to our lives God bless you minister David by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death some of us we want the faith of Enoch we don't want to die we wish we could we could walk with God so much so that we too will not die but even faith to believe God for a laptop you have not even been able to develop that faith how then can you get here it means there is work to be done I have to build my intimacy with God because there is faith for everything there is faith in him that brought us to Christ faith in Christ our foundational faith or our most holy faith and there is faith unto everything the faith you need to believe the faith you need to believe God or to express a certain belief towards God for a house is different from that which you need to express towards God for a spouse which is also different from what you need to express towards God according to his word because faith cometh by hearing toward God for academic excellence or for a land or for a book or for a certain appointment but faith is by all means a necessity because we walk by faith the moment you were born into this kingdom you ceased unless you still choose to walk by sight but according to the Bible you were weaned just like a baby is weaned from milk you are also all weaned from the mother's breast you were also weaned totally from walking according to the sight of the eye or the scene of the eye now you walk by faith you walk by faith you walk by faith you live by faith hallelujah and that was Enoch's secret his greatest secret so what is in this what is this mystery of faith which made a man with 
such such a profound compendium of earthly biography be able to walk with God his biography was very brief one of the briefest ever and yet the most outstanding in the first session I said that it is one sentence Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him just look at that one sentence revealing the history of 365 years an entire history of three six five years look at somebody probably you are in your 20s or you are early 30s but even at your age you have a long history a long history and then a man has worked three six five years and then Bible captures his entire history as he worked with God and he was not even somebody's relationship history cry we can't exhaust it here the number of people he had dated or she has dated and the things that happened look at the woman at the well she alone at her age she had had five husbands yet enoch's entire 365 life is in a statement and enoch walked with god and he was not for god took him and we said that what do you want people to remember you for when tomorrow you are not around hallelujah all right remember that to be in agreement with god we have to be in disagreement with the world and anytime we are out of agreement with god we are in the era of disobedience and rebellion without agreement there is disagreement and disagreement is the breeding grounds of quarrels dissatisfaction strife pain madness bitterness and a lot of negative vices disagreement in marriages also becomes the modus operandi of this of divorces and a whole lot of problems in marriages hallelujah now let's get into today's key somebody i want you to type pleasure 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 Help us with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Oforiwa and Estina, God bless you for staying.
my treasure. Everything, Lord, you are everything to us. Everything, everything, Lord, you are everything to us. Jesus, you are everything to us, everything, everything, Lord, you are everything to us. Kabakombre, Tulihazai. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is. Somebody type, He is. He is. And that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God is. He exists. There is God. There is a God. I put this challenge to you. If you doubt, set a fleece try it throw a challenge out there to the empty universe just say god if you are there do this and let me know that you are there because you must come to the place of surety of your faith you must come to the place of surety of your in your faith the faith that you express in god or towards god some of us believe my treasure, my priority, who can compare to you? Oh Jesus, great is the measure of your royalty, oh morning star. You truly are everything, my treasure, my priority, who can compare to you, because great is the measure of your royalty, oh Jesus. Oh, morning star, you truly are everything. Our treasure, our priority, who can compare to you, our Lord? Great is your measure of your royalty oh morning star you truly are everything oh morning star you truly are oh morning
Insta. You truly are everything. Oh, morning star. You truly are everything. Kapalas Some of us have faith in God. We have faith in God, but we have not come to the place of surety of our faith. If you read the book of John chapter 6, the verse 69, the disciples said, it says, we believe. <laughs> Jesus said something that was offensive, just like in 1 Peter chapter 2. He said, I will lay before them a stumbling block. I lay before you a stone and elect a stumbling block in zion and many shall be offended by him the people who began to be offended by jesus were the pharisees and then the sadducees and then his own disciples some of them in john 6 around the 58 he said that except you eat his body and you drink of his blood you have no part in him and bible says that after he was done saying these things some of his disciples left him. God bless you, Minister Eben. Wherefore also, First Peter chapter 2, verse 6, Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious. He is precious. You may never know his infinite worth until you have a revelation of this Jesus. In John chapter 6 verse 69, they had their own revelation of him. He said, they said, we believe and are sure. We believe and are sure that thou art the Christ. You believe Beyond your believing, beloved, you must come to the place of surety. It's a place of conviction. Conviction is beyond persuasion. Apostle Paul said, we believe. He says, behold, I am persuaded. Conviction is beyond persuasion. Persuasion is beyond belief. You must graduate each time in your walk with God to the point where nothing can make, can move you. Nothing can shake you. Not the economy of the world. Not, 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 not a Muslim challenging your faith. Sometimes, you know, yesterday I was asking myself, so with all that I'm doing as a Christian in Ghana, no opposition, no discomfort, nobody is putting any knife at my, on my neck, nobody is standing on my neck, prohibiting me from spreading the gospel anywhere and i can't take a megaphone i cannot go somewhere to just proclaim the gospel in fact i was asking myself so can i stand beside disciples like john the baptist who was isolated if you read the story according to revelations 1 9 and you you know the background of how that apostle john the beloved of god ended up on the island of patmos and he had those revelations you you bow down your head in shame as a christian you realize that you are not doing enough i am not doing enough he was fried in oil and when the king of that land realized that the man wasn't dying then he said that no this guy we have tried everything we can to to to, to do to do to him and he's not dying let's abandon him and the island of patmos was a place where the wildest beasts of those days were 
no man could survive over there. It was there that he found the rock or, or the cave of St. Helena. It was there he entered and then he dwelt in that cave and then God visited him. So sometimes the best thing that happened to the believer can happen in spite of adversity, in spite of persecution. Don't forget that the church grew and multiplied even in affliction. If you read Jeremiah chapter 29 by the verse 6, 7, 8, God even when the people of Israel were in exile in the land of Babylon, God still told them that they should grow, they should multiply in a foreign land. So adversity, God does not expect that adversity should limit us in any way. So I ask myself that a man like John the Baptist, forget about the revelation, forget about the things he did, but take focus on his persecutions. A man like Apostle Paul, see what they did for the kingdom of God. I ask myself, so on that day when we are all going to receive crowns from god am i going to be able will i do i even consider myself worthy to stand before such a man the labors people lost their families we know the story of bill cosby the wesley brothers you know their stories transatlantic evangelisms and missions and they will lose families they will lose a lot of things i realized that these people were people of deep conviction. They, they were not just walking in belief. They were people of deep conviction. They were beyond, they were walking beyond believing, just believing, mere believing. Do you think that you are fit to stand beside somebody like Daniel, who because of the faith he had in God, endured the lion in a lion's den? being warned not to go and not to not to not to steal he wasn't told that daniel don't go and steal god bless you apostle dominicia god didn't tell daniel that daniel don't go and steal if you steal you'll be incarcerated no they made the law against such a righteous man because they could not find anything wrong with him except they said that if we should make any law we will not get this this man because he's perfect in the sight of all people except in the law of his god if we want to get him, then we must get him in the law of his God. For, because for that one, he doesn't falter. He will never default in his intimacy with God. A man like Daniel. And I'm going to stand before him. Or stand together with him before the throne. To be judged. To receive rewards from God. Then I have to do more. I am too comfortable. I am too comfortable. I am too comfortable. We believe and are sure that thou art the Christ. John chapter 6 verse 69. It says the son of the living God. The purpose of every day, we coming to church, we meeting, having gatherings like this, fellowshipping is number one, iron sharpened iron. As a man sharpened his the countenance of his friend. That is the beauty of fellowship, according to Proverbs 27 17. Number two, we come to encounter God. We come to encounter God. Number three, we come to rehearse for eternity. We come to rehearse every day for eternity. Where we will be worshiping God everlasting, perpetually. So you must learn how to do that and not get fed up like the angels are doing, bowing, they bow before him, they lift their heads, they say, Holy, holy. Then they bow again. They lift their heads holy holy 
and they never get tired. They never get tired. They never get tired. We've come here to deepen our faith. More than just receive things from God, we want God himself. Apostle Paul said that I may win Christ, that I may win Christ and be found in him. Revelation chapter 4, Revelation 4, verse 11. Hebrews 11, 6 says that, but without faith, yes, God bless you, Minister Eben. Philippians 3, 8 says, yea, doubtless, concerning what I was saying earlier, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ all things apostle paul counted all things but lost peter and the disciples they said father they said master we have left everything to follow you some of us even parting ways with our phone is difficult not to talk of parting house parting ways with our houses parting ways with our, our besties our friends parting ways with family There is a missionary I know of. He is called Hudson. Kobaranai. Komenekos Kaviata. Bible said, history has said that. Hudson Taylor was born British, a Baptist Christian, but because of the faith he had in Jesus and the love, and the love for lost souls, he left the shores of his country, traveled across the seas, sailed to China, became a missionary there all his life, left family, even married as a missionary in China, Hudson Taylor, you may take time to read the story. Ask yourself, what convictions that did people like this have? What, what was their belief? What did they have? How were they thinking? How were they thinking that we are not thinking? Hudson. All right, let's just get into the protocol. <laughs> we don't want to have a runoff, a runoff session today. Hebrews eleven six says that. Oh Jesus! Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Beloved, 
God desires that we please him in our work with him. God desires that we please him in everything that we do, the dress that you buy. Do you know that three, no, it was four years back, I went to the, the barbering salon to have a haircut. When I came out of the, the barbering salon, the Holy Spirit told me, in fact, I felt as though something had left me. I felt as though I walked into the barbering salon anointed. But as I walked out, I felt very uncomfortable. It was as though something has left my life, like they had done something to me. I was feeling uncomfortable. It's the same feeling I had or I used to have when I've gone like three days, one week without fellowshipping with God, four days without prayer, that same feeling, that was what I was having. So I was asking God that God, is it that the, the barber had touched my head with something that is unholy or what is it? And then the Holy Spirit told me to go back and have the hair cut done properly, that the hairstyle which I requested for wasn't pleasing to him. I said, huh? I said, huh? I said, God, you are concerned about my haircut. He said, yes. Every part of your being, even the hairs on your head, they are numbered. Why would I tell Moses to tell my people that they should sanctify themselves and even wash their clothes? Because I am about to meet with them. In fact, I felt like I had lost the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Washing of clothes. Those of us who want the proof, you can check. Read from Exodus chapter 19, the verse 10 and 11. You see there. You hear people say cleanliness is next to godliness. There is truth in that. You can't be clean in the inward and be very dirty on the outward. I don't think these two it can't because it is oftentimes what is inward that reflects outwardly. So God desires that we please him in everything. In Revelation 4, the Bible says that Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. You were created for God's pleasure. I was created to bring pleasure to God. This is my calling. So as I am doing this right now, it is in obedience. Before we started this meeting, to be honest with you, I felt like canceling it. I didn't feel like teaching. But I said it before. That when it comes to the, the call of God, the errands of God, it's not about your feelings. Your feelings have no place. Your schedules have no place. His pleasure is our command. His wishes and his desires. Our desires, our pleasures, our feelings, they are all secondary. They don't matter. It's all about pleasing him. It's all about bringing him glory. Hallelujah. The way I talk, 
the things I behold with my eye. If I know that my eyes are the extensions of God, God's eyes here on earth. So when God wants to look at the poor and have compassion upon them and favor them, he sees the poor with my eyes. He has compassion with the, over, the, over the poor with my heart and he extends his helping hand of generosity to them with my hand. Then I know that all these instruments of my or members of my body are supposed to be consecrated unto him they are supposed to be vessels that will bring him they are supposed to be instruments of my vessel that will bring him pleasure in every way so i can't behold iniquity with my eye i can't touch the unclean thing with my hands and i can't ponder devise wickedness in my heart i can't devise wickedness how to cheat in exams how to go and take another person's boyfriend or girlfriend I can't devise wickedness in my heart because my members are entirely and solely for Jesus and they must bring him glory because my, my I was created for his pleasure my thoughts my thoughts how are your thoughts do they bring glory to God? Your desires, are they in line with kingdom mandate? You want plenty money, you want God to bless you. It is not wrong. God even desires that you are blessed, like your father Abraham. In cattle, in servants, in riches, in everything. God desires that you, you come to that place, but not for the wrong motives or the wrong intents or reasons. When God is looking at blessing you, He's looking beyond you. He's looking at the kingdom and He's looking at destinies connected to your life. How much of the money can you satisfy yourself with? How much? When you put up the, the five-bedroom house with all the swimming pool, will you be in the swimming pool and in the bedroom at the same time? Will you be able to sit in the living room watching TV and sleeping on your big queen's bed or king-size bed at the same time and be in the swimming pool all at the same time for three hours? No. Can you even sleep in three rooms at a go in one night? No. Even on your bed, it's just a small space you occupy. So what happens to the other, other spaces? The other amenities in your house, they are for people. But people of God, John 4, can someone help us with John chapter 4 verse 23 and 24? We know that in order to be intimate with Jesus, we have to be able to please him. We must seek his pleasure. We, might we must delight ourselves in him. Our goal should be, after agreeing with him, focusing, 
or, or focusing on him we must desire that we bring him pleasure in the things we do the things we say how we think in our dressing and grooming we must hate what he hates and love what he loves do you know that there is such thing as perfect hate i discovered this in the bible and i was shocked i only knew of perfect love i think in the first john 4 or something first john talks about perfect love that casts out fear first john 4 or something forever but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him god is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth what of what relevance is this scripture to us in this particular key this particular key of pleasing God in the protocols of intimacy let's look at another scripture and then I would explain please help us with Romans chapter 8 and verse 8 Romans 8 verse let's start from verse 6 to 9 Romans 8 verses 6 through 9 First John 4 18 there is no fear in love but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment he that feareth is not made perfect in love God bless you for that Romans 8 the verse 6 the Bible says that for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace life and peace life and peace You've been called to life and not death. Verse 7 says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. To be subject means it is not in agreement with the law of God. What is the law of God? You'll see it in verse 1. The law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death the law of the spirit of life is love love is the law of the spirit of life of life it is an answer a summary to all of the other laws hallelujah so offenses will come people will tell on you People will let you down. People will turn their backs on you. Some people will stab you in the back. Family may give up on you. Your employers may retrench you. Afflictions will come. But your love must endure, must persist. Your love must conquer all. Hallelujah. I pray that God will work and mend every heart at the sound of my voice. May the Spirit of God touch you and perfect your heart and enlarge your heart the more in the name of Jesus. So as to please Him, so as to walk according to the Spirit, 
and not after the flesh. Hallelujah. The verse 8 now says, So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. To please God, you must be in the spirit. That's why John chapter 4, 4, verse 4, verse 23 and 24 now says that, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Worship is an act of intimacy. Prosuke, it means to lay prostrate in adoration, in awe, in love, in intimacy. But it says that this God that you want to be intimate with, which you are laying prostrate before, He is spirit. And so your worship and desire to please Him through laying prostrate, surrendering your life, that desire must not be in the flesh. It must not be carnal. It must be in the spirit and in sincerity. It must be in truth. Your worship must be guarded by the word of God. Your worship must be by revelation. That is truth. Your worship must be sincere. Your love of God must be without dissimulation. You shouldn't have hidden motives because you want to get things from God. Because I want to get things from God. That will be fleshly. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It takes a spirit to bring pleasure to Jesus. It takes a spirit to be intimate with him because he is spirit. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of God or the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You and I belong to Jesus. We are his. We are Jesus' property. You are Jesus' property. That is why you ought to worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. What is born of spirit is spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh. And flesh cannot please spirit. The flesh cannot please the spirit. And we are talking about a spiritual God. We are talking about a God who is a spirit. We are not talking about one of these carved entities or a human being. Hallelujah. Alright. So we've established three things. God wants us to please Him in intimacy. Just imagine you are married and every time your wife is not able to please you or your husband is not able to please you. They don't speak your love language because they don't know the things that you like that they should do to please you. So they are in agreement with you by covenant. You focus on them. They try to focus on you. 
but they are unable to please you because they've not attained the requisite knowledge about your worth, your desires, how you want your things done. Even when it comes to intimacy, statistics have it that there are two main things governing all divorces. Two things. I mean, they are the top two. They are not the only two. Number one, finances. Number two has to do with sexual intimacy. Incompatibility in sexual intimacy, dissatisfaction in sexual intimacy, cheating, and all of that. So, couples are not able to please one another or each other. When you're talking about a couple, there is dissatisfaction. Because this one wants it this way, the other way wants it that way. And the communication is not working. The other one is not trying to find out why my partner is behaving this way. So that I can be able to lay off or allay that challenge and please them. So it is with God. To please him, we must hate what he hates and love what he, ha- what he loves. And we can't do that in the flesh. We must do it. We can only do it in the spirit. You see, when you marry, maybe you are a, a Fanti in Ghana. One of the tribes in Ghana called, is called Fanti, the Fanti tribe. And you marry from, um, let's say, the Ewe land. The Ewes are also another, another tribe, another people group here in Ghana. So a Fanti man marrying an Ewe woman. Do you think that it will be very easy for the Ewe woman to please her husband who is not from her hometown? but from another land if she doesn't learn what it takes to please what fancy men from fancy land what they love what pleases them what it takes to please them it won't work so we must we must learn like like mary we must learn to sit at the feet of jesus and inquire of him lord what do you love what do you hate we must dig into the world to find out what God loves, what he hates, and treat him as such accordingly. When we refuse to bring pleasure, there is a satisfaction. There is a satisfaction. Hallelujah. So we've realized that God desires that we bring him pleasure. Number two, it takes faith to bring pleasure to God. Number three, you can't also please God in the flesh. We will have to be in the spirit or walk in the spirit in order to please God. His desires are our commands. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Please help us with that quickly. Help me know you are 
All right. Please, another person, help us with Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Verse 4. Verse 6. Verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 2, sorry, verse 3, verse 4, verse 6, 7, and 8. Help me know you, honey. Beloved, if you desire to please God, you must love what God loves and hate what he hates. Bible says that no man that warreth entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him, that has chosen him to be a soldier. Your boss gives you an instruction at the workplace. He says that mold the bricks by the dimension of one foot by one foot and because you know better and you desire to please yourself, so you mold it one foot by one and half foot. Your boss comes and is displeased and you are questioning. And you are questioning. You are questioning, you are asking yourself questions. Why is my Why is my boss treating me this way? Because you have incurred the displeasure of your boss. Your boss says, uh, during work time, I don't want to see you with your phone more than 20 minutes in a day or more than 30 minutes during a working day. And every day you are with the phone for, 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 for hours. How do you expect that this boss will be pleased with you? No man that worried entangleth himself no man that worried entangleth himself with what with the affairs of this world why would he not entangle himself in order that he will please that he may please the master who has sent him i want to please god so anything that displeases God, I avoid. There are men of God called to the pulpit, fully as Levites, consecrated to the purpose of God. And you find them addressing political issues. They are using a pulpit for politics. No man that worried entangled himself. You can't be intimate with God that way. Of course, God may call you to politics and give you the grace to rule and to dominate and to shine as a light of God on the mountain of politics. That is a special, unique calling. It is a unique calling. And it comes with its own grace. 
and when God calls you to the mountain of politics God is not is not seeing it that you are rather what you are not mingling with anything according to God you are fulfilling your mandate there but if he has called you solely to the pulpit or to the altar and you are you are you are doing other things mm -mm, there's a problem your desire your focus must be to please him philippians 2 and verse verse 3 and verse 4 it says let, let nothing be done through vain glory through strife or vain glory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves verse 4 says look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others all right now when it comes to jesus using jesus as an example jesus as intimate as he was with the father the father in him he being in the father and how that both of them are one he says bible says that who being in the form of god thought, thought it not robbery to be equal with god Jesus didn't consider it robbery to be equal with God. Bible says that, but made himself, Philippians 2 verse 7, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in a likeness of man. And being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross bible says for this reason god has highly exalted him for this reason god has highly exalted jesus for this same reason god has highly exalted jesus if you want to please your partner you want to please god you must submit your will you must i must submit my will beyond coming into agreement and focusing on Jesus, we must submit our will. And like in the Lord's prayer, you must be able to pray this prayer and say, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Even as you, when you come to the cross, at the cross, even at the cross, you must be able to say, Lord, not my will. As heavy as the cross is, you still must be able to say, Lord, not my will, but yours, thine, thine, thine be done. Not my will, but thine be done. Because some of us, when things are going good, when things are going good, we sing, we shout, we jump, we go to every morning or every Sunday, we are the puppet giving testimonies. Because things are going good. Then we say, oh, God is good. Our worship when we meet the Christian brothers is so different. Charlie, God is good. God is powerful. God is moving my life. But when God decides to prove you for a moment or for two days, it becomes difficult for us to submit our wills to Him. It's no longer god not my will by yours be done it is now god i want my will over your own will jesus submitted his will to god in order to be intimate to continue to please him whenever we decide to hold on to our own will 
together with the master's will there are two different visions at work two different visions two different strong wheels in a case or in a situation where one must be submitted to the other so that at any point in time one is exalted above the other so that when people look they are not seeing two different wheels they are only seeing one they see God they see you living for God not living for God and yourself but you see two different wheels two different visions that is called division there is division your heart is divided it's impossible to please God it's impossible to please God that way Jesus submitted his will husbands wives Bible says submit your wills one to another there is a portion of the Bible that says wives submit to your husbands there's another portion that says that husbands must equally submit to their wives and wives to their husband so it is mutual and when it comes to intimacy with God it is not negotiable at all that was what made Saul lose the scepter of his throne so because of Saul's disobedience lack of intimacy with God the scepter departed it departed from Judah for a moment. It took God to it took God finding a man like David to restore the scepter back to Judah. Because God says, kill everything in Amalek, the king and all the animals, the fat. And Saul, Saul says that because the king and these animals are fat, so I choose. I will keep, I will keep these ones. I'll bring them to offer sacrifices unto the Lord. He killed, he chose the best and killed the rest. And God says, whether it is the best or the rest, I want none. I want your, your will totally submitted to me in obedience. You must do my will. You must please me. So because you rejected my instructions, I also reject you. Because you rejected the word of the Lord, I reject you from being king over my people. We are not in agreement. You lost your focus on me and you failed to please me. I can't work with you. Can two work together except they be agreed? Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18. you minister amen be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness and what concord has Christ with Belial or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel infidel and what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, 
and I will be their God, and they, are, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Beloved, do you know, I noticed this from the Old Testament, that God had always desired to be or to dwell in the midst. I've seen the statement, in the midst of the people. Bible says that in Exodus 3, there was a burning bush, and then Moses saw it. When God wanted to catch Moses' attention, he, he orchestrated the happening. Fresh bush burning is on fire and yet not being consumed by the fire. And Moses said that he will turn aside and see what that thing is. Bible says God was in the midst of the burning bush. When the people of God are traveling, when they are moving, they will carry the ark of the covenant in the midst of them. But when it is time for war, the, the, the ark of the covenant leads them. What it means is that God wants to dwell in the midst of his people. But in times of trouble, he leaves his people. In times of trouble, they take the Ark of the Covenant before them. It's no longer in the midst of them. In Revelation, he says that he who dwells or standeth in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. When Jesus resurrected from the dead and appeared to his disciples, the Bible says he stood in the midst of them. God wants to be in the midst of his people. God wants to be in the midst of his people. He wants to be intimate with you in your spirit, in your soul, in your body. But he does not want to mingle with filth. He does not want to have agreement and concord and fellowship with anything unclean. So he says, in order for you to please me so that I can keep working with you intimately, be not unequally yoked. I don't want, I can't join myself to filth. I can't join myself to death. I can't join myself to the unclean thing. Anatema Maranatha. I can't. Just come out from them. If you want to please God, you must hate what God hates with absolute hatred, perfect hatred, and love what God loves with perfect love. Come out from them and be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not and cleanse, and I will receive you. Matthew 25, verses 14 to 46. Matthew 25, verses 14 to 46. As we wait for that scripture, you post everything. Kindly post everything. Matthew 25, verses 14, all through 46. I know it's going to be a lot of work. But please, help. Bible says in Genesis 17, verse 1, And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk before me. Your desire should be that you should please me. Walk before me in perfection. Because, you see, if we fail to walk with God in perfection, if we fail to walk before God in perfection, 
Matthew 25, verses 14 to 46. On the day of trouble, on the day of adversity, there will be no confidence. What, what works are you going to stand on to make your boast? Telling God that, God, I did this for you. In your name, I did that. So on account of this and that and that, spare my life. Deliver my family. Spare my marriage. Spare the life of this, my daughter or my son. What will be the basis? Understand that people like Hezekiah, it wasn't because they were too loved by God. When a prophet came to deliver the message to him and said, King, put your house together because God is about calling you home. You go, to, you go and be with your fathers. The king turned his face to the wall. And Bible says, Hezekiah, he cried out to the Lord. Before the prophet would get home, a message came to him from the Lord. And he had to come back and tell the prophet, come, come and tell King Hezekiah that the Lord says, your life has been spared you. And God has added unto you 15 more years. How did he do it? 2 Kings 20 verse 3. Bible says that Hezekiah said, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept so. Hezekiah wept so. He walked before God in truth with a perfect heart. He did what he did that which was good in the sight of God. So God could not turn his ear away from the plea and the cry and the plight of Hezekiah. He could not. May God not shut his ears to your cry in the name of Jesus. Even as you make God your focus and you desire to please him in all things at all times. May God hear your heart's cry every day in the name of Jesus. Even at the silence, in the silence of your heart, may God hear the voice of your supplications in the name of Jesus. May God answer every good meditations of your heart in the name of Jesus. And may anything, any arrow of darkness, any agent of darkness that has been sent from the pit of hell to cause you to deviate from the path of righteousness, to cause you to veer off the path of pleasing God, may they be arrested in the name of Jesus. May their schemes be totally destroyed in your life and around your life in the name of Jesus. May God set ambush against your enemies. May them be caught in their own traps. May they be ensnared by their own schemes in the name of Jesus. As for you, you will go on in perfection before God. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. One level of perfection to another. In the name of Jesus. May the hand of the Lord speak for you in all situations. May the hand of the Lord be revealed unto you. In the name of Jesus. You will never fail in your work with God. You will never draw back. In your work with God, you will be a sign and an ensign unto your people and to all generations in the name of Jesus. Men will look up to you in intimacy with God. Men will look up to you in business. Men will look up to you in academics. Men will look up to you in all good things in the name of Jesus. Wherever your 
your fathers and your mothers and the family they failed in worshiping God I declare by divine authority you will succeed in those same areas according to Romans chapter 9 verse 26 in the name of Jesus wherever they fell you will stand wherever they were trapped you will prevail in the name of Jesus because God is with you to help you to bless you to deliver you in Jesus name all right now if you read John chapter 17 Jesus said the verse 8 Jesus prayed a prayer and he said unto God he says for I have given unto them the words which thou givest me every word as I am on earth I came to the earth to save mankind and to reveal your name the fatherhood of God to mankind and to also mediate between mankind and you so therefore Lord my father I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me and they have received them and have known surely that I came out from thee and they have believed that thou thou didst send me thou didst send me hallelujah so understand that when God is desiring a relationship or intimacy with you your goal in order to sustain that relationship with him your goal should be to please him at all costs and pleasing God will not come to you for free it will cost you some prices it cost Daniel the first time it cost him the king's delicious delicacy and wine he refused to defile himself why would such a precious food nice in fact well garnished meal be considered defilement because of his level of consecration and his desire to please to please his father he wanted to remain intimate with God so he could hear from God always so that the light of God in him which Nebuchadnezzar said described Nebuchadnezzar didn't know the God of Israel so he said he has he has found a man in whom the the light of the gods he thought because he in matter of fact he named the three Hebrew boys after the gods of his kingdom those were not their names Shadrach Meshach Abednego were not their names but the secret of Daniel the secret of his intimacy was he was willing to pay certain prices refusing the king he refused to defile himself with the king's portion of meat then a second time it cost him the lion's den so it is not for free he didn't interpret the king's dream on a silver platter he was paying the price that we sustained his spirit and made his spirit different from all the other people so that Daniel and his brethren were ten times they were found to be ten times better was because they didn't defile themselves with that we defiled and spoiled the other people they paid the price and so the God that they were intimate with when the, the conundrum that puzzle came up when the king could not understand his dreams they were able to tell the king his dream and interpret the dream at the same time what a level of anointing 
because the God that he pleased now dwelt in him. It was the same mystery that was unveiled in the furnace, the fiery furnace. Imagine that the king gave a decree and he said that nobody at the sound of the hornet, the south tree, and what have you, everybody should bow to the, his God, Dagon. And the horn was blown. The hornet sounded. And these three Hebrew boys refused. And the king says that for what they have done, I am going to destroy them. So I am going to put them in my fiery furnace. And he told the servants to heat the furnace seven times, hotter than it was. And Bible says that when it was done and they carried, he asked his men, the counselors, <clears throat> to carry his soldiers to carry these three Hebrew boys and throw them into the furnace. When they were thrown, the very men who threw them into the furnace died. They were burnt. Bible says they were burnt. They were destroyed by the fire. They didn't get in there. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, first of all, they were bound. And then they were thrown. They were bound. He said the king commanded that they should be bound when their jacket, their dresses, their sandals, everything. Those were flammable objects. So that by all means, they will be consumed by the fire. Not knowing that these people were already burning ones. They were burning ones. They were already on fire for God. They were in the similitude of the consuming fire himself. So they threw them into the fire and the king now, the Bible says the king now came out. He came up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, and did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king, true. Then the king now answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose. Three men bound, but four men loose. Three men bound, but four men loose. It is impossible to be with God and be bound. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now the Lord is that spirit. If you desire only to please and to honor him, he will deliver you. He will honor you. He will, he will come through for you. I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no head. I expected their death and destruction, but they have no head. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. <laughs> a hating unbeliever, he had he caught a revelation of, of the man, of, of, of Jesus. He had never heard of Jesus, but he was able to apprehend his nature by revelation. Don't forget that Philippians 2 says that, who being in the form of God, he had the form of God. This was Jesus with them. Three men bound, but four men loose. And beloved, the truth is that Jesus did not appear to them in the furnace. Jesus had always been with them. It only took trouble for God to reveal himself. They had always been four all along. They had always been four all along. The fiery furnace only brought about the revelation of the fourth person. God is with you. Sometimes in your troubles, as you are trying to struggle, the, the manager of the work says, sleep with me before I give you the work. And you are saying no. And they are struggling with you. Your boss is saying that 
if you are not my if as my personal assistant if you want me to promote you i have to do this with you if you don't do it i'm not going to give you the job and you are saying god i leave this battle to you because i desire to please you the fourth man is with you beloved and if you keep to pleasing him just a matter of time he's going to show up you may be bound but you'll be loosed you may be free but he is a fourth man with you they may desire your head but you come out the fire you come out of the fire not burnt no fire upon your bodies and the fire the trouble the affliction will have no power over your life no neither will an hair an air of your head be singed neither will your coats be changed nor the smell of fire even be smelt around you because the fourth man has always been with you the fourth man the fourth man there is more to share i think we have to have a second part on this this on this teaching we have just five minutes to the end of the podcast there is a fourth man some of us when god is putting us through tests and trials he wants to test our love for him he wants to see if, if you please him in the situation but even you have what you have more than what some people even have what half of some people even want half of what you have so that they will live holy and pure lives for god they don't even have up to half of what you have you have more than that and you are still messing up you still can't keep your eye on god you can't still keep pure you can still some people have less and they are doing more for god beloved he must be your goal he must be my goal when god is putting us through certain things all he's seeking he wants to test and see if we will honor him if you prove we want to truly be intimate with him it's a matter of time so sometimes when we are writing some of these exams when you are writing exams like this it's not as if god has left or he is there he's only testing your heart but when it looks like you are at your breaking point he's going to come up that scripture says in psalm 91 he will give his angels charge over you and they will bear you up lest you dash your feet against a stone when you think you're about falling god will come through he because he's always there it takes afflictions and furnaces like this to reveal that fourth man beloved lift your voice tell god that lord grant me grace lord help me to bring pleasure unto you i want to please you with my life with my whole heart with my job i want to please you in my finances i want to please you with my marriage father we want to please you we want to love you we want to bring you pleasure in the name of jesus no matter how tough circumstances are for me sometimes i want to have my way sometimes i wish my will prevails but lord 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 father grant me grace grant me grace help me jesus help me be a doer in the name of jesus of your word in the name of jesus 
and not a hearer only in the name of Jesus father help me grant me grace Jesus help me Lord Jesus Oh God, even as you've released unto me this key, this key in the protocol of intimacy, Lord, oh God, help me put all keys into practice in this season and the seasons to come, in the times to come in the name of Jesus. I don't want to be a hearer only deceiving myself. I want to be a doer of your word. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I want to be a better Christian. I want to shine. I want to let my light shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to you in the name of Jesus, that they may see my good works, eh, which are through you and give glory to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Draw me close to you. and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance over you and grant you peace in the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are kept. You are preserved. The joy of the Lord is your strength. May the peace of God surround the shalom of God rest and dwell increase more and more in your heart and around you in the name of Jesus. You will see good. You will see beauty. You will see laughter. You will enjoy laughter, sweetness, all of your days and all the days of your years in the name of Jesus. You are blessed beyond every curse in Jesus' mighty name. If you want to bless the ministry, please do so. Give to this. Um, the podcast is ending in a few seconds. You can send your seeds and your offerings to the podcast and um, there's the details on your screen. Amen. If you want to get in touch, too, you can reach us through the same contact okay reach us with through the same contact please make this contact details available the screen the, the meeting is about ending and lastly don't forget to follow the podcast press the plus button beside the name burning ones if you have not um, followed us that is our paypal account you can take a screenshot quickly before the podcast ends until we meet again keep burning for jesus talk to somebody about jesus i love you all but jesus loves you more bye bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.